Hey, buddy. Hey, how's it going? It's going great. We are recording at an unusual time. It's super early to me now. Yeah, sorry about that. No, no, no. Uh, thank you about that. <laughs> <laughs> cool. What, what, what has been happening? This is like, uh, I, I feel like it's, it's, it's been a quiet, a couple quiet weeks in the design world. But uh, one thing that like it's relevant for us both is that Sketch, it did launch a new thing. It's the Sketch libraries in their new beta build. Right, so if you're in the beta program of, of Sketch, which is public, by the way, you can we can put links in the show notes. I don't remember the URL, but SketchApp.com/slash/beta or whatever. Um, and so they released the this Sketch libraries thing, which I heard about from a previous meetup here that I couldn't attend, but I I know people that did, and like people that work at Sketch, they <laughs> showed it here. And so what it is is instead of you having all of your symbols in your one file, and that's it. They live there. Uh, you can have and use symbols in external files. So you could have like this library files that the, the, their only job is to hold the symbols, and then all the other files can pull from there. If that makes sense. Have you have you tried this? I haven't had much much time to play with it, um, but I I read a couple articles on it. It seems pretty cool. Like, I know a ton of of people, like a couple of coworkers of mine, do that too. Where like they're gonna have a gi one giant file with everything. I don't know if you do this, but yeah, because that's the only way to have your your symbols is to just put your entire app all in one file. But if you've ever used Sketch with a lot of artboards and and stuff in it, it gets super slow real fast when you do that. Uh, so yeah. So in theory, this should uh, fix that, right? Like it doesn't fix it just by itself, but yes, like I mean, it doesn't fix that, the fact that Slack is slow with a lot of artboards, but it would allow you to break it up into exactly either like specific pages or um, like areas or sections of your app. Exactly, you will have the option now. But to right. be honest, thinking of like how I use Sketch. And Netlify, I don't think I will still break my file apart into separate mm -hmm. files. I do have one huge file, and we have like a repo at Abstract, uh, and it's like one file and repo per. It's not platform, but you know I have one for app, which is the one I work at or work on all the time. And then we have for marketing, or one for, you know, like Twitter assets, like banners and stuff. And so it's that. That's how we break it down. But it's still like it has a couple hundred megs my Netlify app sketch file. But what this is going to allow us now is that if I move all our symbols in our like our style guide um, to this one library file, like let's say in, in my case, like Netlify library or Netlify app library, then I can like create like if I, if we're starting a new project or a new like something for another thing, not really app, we can. You know, share the same UI elements across other projects, if that makes sense. Yeah, and that's what's going to be great for us because we have a pretty large design team and just having everyone be on the latest version updated with the right symbols is kind of a losing battle right now. Yeah. Basically, basically, like all we're hoping for is like when someone starts off a new project that they download whatever the latest version of our, <laughs> of our style guide is and that's about it, right? <laughs> like, 
they're probably yeah. not going to get the updates over time. But this would actually allow that, like to continuously get updates and and just like sync those uh, new sketch files when there's new versions that come out or like stuff that has been fixed or stuff that has been added. Um, so it seems like it's going to be pretty great for that. Um, we haven't started using that at Shopify yet because it's just a beta for now. And right, same here. <laughs> we all know how buggy the release version of Sketch can be, so not even trying <laughs> the beta version. One one thing that it seems like either they pur- purposefully didn't tackle because they know other companies are going to tackle it, or it's coming, or they I guess maybe they just don't want to do that, but. It seems kind of a weird omission that there's no cloud syncing of those uh, symbols right now. So, mm-hmm. like, if I understand everything correctly, it's like basically you can link a local file through Sketch, but then how you sync that those files between computers is kind of up in the air. Basically, you can sort of yeah. decide how you want to do that. Yeah, and I wonder how services like abstract are going to handle this yeah i know abstract is working on on something that's going to work with this specifically right so that will be like a huge thing for them like a huge plus of of using abstract i guess you could always just use dropbox um to sing those files but it also seems like i i would be i don't know not super confident about having those master files in dropbox where everyone can mess up with them or like accidentally mm-hmm. drag them out of a of a folder or something like that and then screw everything up <laughs> and uh, like sketch files are so finicky like it's yeah. even more apparent when once you use abstract or something like that looks up for any changes on a file on a sketch file but like just creating a new instance of a symbol in that library file will it change the library file like is that going to be synced up again you know like Knowing Sketch, I, I'm going to say yes, probably. <laughs> Everything's <laughs> no, going to so change you have to, to uh, edit the symbols in the original file. Mm-hmm. And so if you add any new symbols in within that, like the, the feature file that you're working on, those are only going to be local. So if you want to, you can add more symbols and stuff like that, but you can only do that. In- I know that's, that's like UI-wise, but if we have a library file, and I'm never going to touch them. Like it has my symbols. I'm not going right. to touch my symbols ever. Right. Just by using some file that, that pulls symbols from that library file, is that library file going to be, you know, the same, like bit by bit the same? At least it, it has to have yes. like some references to like this symbol is being used there. So the file itself needs to change. If it needs to change, if you're using like Dropbox with a big, nah, in a big company. I think it's the opposite. I, don't know. I think it's, it's yeah? the... <laughs> like the the non-library file who keeps track of hey i guess well not even i guess because it's not it's not on a file basis right it's sketch as a whole is set up to know about the um the library files so no matter which mm. file you open you'll always see your like netlify patterns or like uh netlify symbols right yeah, because that's how it seems. Like, because you set it up in settings, so I'm guessing it's just your instance of Sketch that's keeping track of everything. Mm-hmm. So both files right. would well, stay the same regardless of like whether or not you have the symbols linked. I'm gonna wait, and if if this is coming out in version 47, 
then by version 49.50, I'll be able to use it. Because <laughs> I, I mean, I love Sketch, right? It's like probably one of my favorite apps ever. And it's the, my most used app ever. I made a living out of that app with Sketchcast for, well, not anymore, but for a while in my life. And with all that said, like my trust in this piece of software, like it's been declining. And it, it's two factors. It's not, I'm not trying to say that, you know, their software quality has been declining. No, I don't, I'm not ready to say that. It's just, I've, I've been also having more and more responsibilities and bigger and bigger projects and files that sketch needs to handle. So like if I were still working with like a, you know, a 10 megs file, my little side project should be fine. And if I need to rewrite it, like do it again, copy and paste for a new file is fine, but I'm not at the point that point anymore. So like, I've been pretty public about some of my uh, sketch bugs on Twitter and like for the past, uh, not even a month, maybe I, I needed to revert it, to revert back to previous versions twice now. So I'm on, I think it's like uh, 55.2 or something. When once 56 came out, I was like, yay. And then, nope, sorry. And then 56.1, I'm like, yay. And then, nope, <laughs> sorry. And then 56.2, like, Come on, that too. And all of these uh, updates, big thing were like improvements in bug fixings to symbols. But still, I'm still hitting a lot of bugs and I can't, I simply can't be on the latest version. And if people know me, I mean, it was even one of our episode titles. I'm a sucker for updates. Like I love being, like, I don't know. I love updating software <laughs> and apps. So not being able to do this with my favorite app, like kills me a little bit. So, like, this big change in, like, how Sketch handles symbols, which is the problem here, you know, it makes me a bit, you know, worried, like, cautious. Yeah, we'll see. Hopefully they're going to start taking <laughs> these things out at some point. <laughs> anyway, overall, like, uh, I think it's it's a great thing that they're tackling, like, a big problem that they're tackling. Uh, I would much rather see this than, you know, prototyping, at least for now. Yeah, and for me, it makes symbols a lot more useful because I, I mean, we talked yep. about how like I've yeah. always uh, struggled at finding like the right moments to use symbols, and it just never felt like it was worth it. And it seems like with this, it finally reaches the point where okay, like it, it truly enables a team wide collaboration and uh, sharing of assets, which like seems like a big win to me. True, true. I mean, for me, I've, I'm all in with symbols for a while now. But also, like, I have to, I think it's, I need to say this, like, the way I, even though I work with a huge file and, like, a lot of iterations, like, a lot of, you know, history in that file, uh, it's still, like, 95% of that file is being touched by me and only me, right? Right. So that's another thing, another, you know, thing that you can eliminate, like, Maybe if I had like 10 more designers working on the same file and the same symbols, maybe it would be problematic. So I'm not trying to say like, oh, symbols works for me, so it will work for you for sure. Like, I don't know. Yeah, this is exciting though. Can't wait to try it in real work uh, files. <laughs> yep. All right. Sweet. Uh, anything else on this? Uh, no, I think that's about it. Okay, we have like one big thing that, again, I started this show by mentioning that it's been slow 
week in terms of design news and design drama even. <laughs> Thank God. Um, Come on, design Twitter. <laughs> We need that content. Step up. For our show. Um, to be honest, I think like the whole world is just so dark and grim yeah. that we don't, you know, maybe it's like, I'm not, I'm not trying to say it's a good thing, but who wants to stir up drama and controversy when the whole world is like one, you can't beat the current state of the world i just i just want to take a little pause here and, and when you just, say pause <laughs> and just and, and just mention it because i i know like you're you're saying this jokingly but just in case like people think we're being serious we're joking here uh we're we're not we're not actually complaining that there is no drama in the design <laughs> industry right now um thanks for for Saving us from some follow-up. Uh, hey, our friends, Framer. I I swear Framer to God, friends. I had I had this tweet ready in my drafts because you know I'm a pro tweeter now, uh, <laughs> and I time my tweets to wait for oh, God. <laughs> the West Coast to wake up. And I had this tweet. It was like, "Hey, uh, Framer didn't ship anything this week. Like, can someone check up on them? Like, are they all right?" And hold and behold, they just shipped a new. It's not a thing for a product, but they shipped a whole new website, Framer.com. It looks different now. Uh, and it looks pretty great. Uh, looks sweet. Do you have any like comments on this? I don't know if this is interesting or not. So my main, uh, the main thing I would say is why. <laughs> I get, like, I mean, I get like this looks nice. Like this is this is good. The, the but the other one was good too. Like why? I don't. I mean, they they are the only ones that can answer that, right? Maybe the other, the previous revision wasn't hitting those metrics, conversion. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's not immediately clear to me. Like, what were their their goals with this new website? I think it looks great as always. Um, so it's not like i'm not <laughs> complaining about it or anything but it's i'm just curious like what what were the driving forces behind this because it seems slightly different in certain ways but also fairly similar in others so yeah they got rid of uh roboto that is true using a typeface called colfax i never yeah. heard of it but it looks really looks good that's um, pretty popular Oh really? Oh no, I'm not a big <laughs> font typeface. Yeah, what I did like about their old website is that the um, font that they were using for the code editor was Roboto Mono, and on the website they were using Roboto, mm. so it, it fit really well. But now mm. I guess it's just it's just different, which is also fun. <laughs> I think I think the to try to answer that like as to why. I don't know, but Good now, like again, just like trying to browsing through the thing. I mean, I'm I'm just guessing here, but this website feels more Framer as the as like a company or like not just the app, if that makes sense. Because like you go to Framer.com and there's it's like whatever that is, get ahead of the pack. Like this is pretty cool. You're gonna be awesome if you use this. And then it's like Fiber. Uh, which is not the product like fiber is their ui kit and then like framer the app and then framer for teams it's like they're they're not just talking about the framer the prototyping app and it's also a lot more focused on getting like tutorials and and guides and stuff and even like community uh it just gives more focus to that uh, i don't know that's how i feel about it yeah makes sense seems seem like it 
So, like, because it was getting weird, like, you know, fiber and uh, design and code, and they were, like, being... So, what is Framer again? Yeah, I mean, I'm mm. still, like, <laughs> I think we can move on. Yeah, we can move on. Framer, you're getting boring because uh, all of your new things look awesome. So, like, it's getting boring, you know? Okay, this is the fun part of the show. Um, as we all know, uh, next week, uh, what is it? Like, yes. September 12th is the iPhone event. Apple's keynote thing. It's going to be on the... Theater. What is it called? Like Steve Jobs Auditorium? Steve or? Jobs Theater. Theater. There you go. Which is their new um, like theater auditorium mm-hmm. for press unveiling and stuff like this in their, at their new campus, which is exciting. Yeah, it'll be cool to see all of the periscopes and photos and live streaming and stuff like that of the actual auditorium. <laughs> <laughs> that like the location in and of itself is sort of a reveal yeah that's true it's like it's like your biggest apple, guess, apple product guess, ever yeah. is at the campus um, <laughs> but yeah i'll be curious to to look out for all the small details and how i'm sure like they're gonna use san francisco for like the seat numbers and stuff like that like i don't know i'm a sucker for all these <laughs> like little design details so looking forward to that yeah same here so um, We've been talking about the new iPhone for ever now, <laughs> uh, but since like this is the last uh, time that we, last opportunity that we have to talk about this event before the event happens, uh, and uh, because you know so weak, we decided to hold this upgrade style, and by upgrade I mean the podcast drafts, in which we just you know a little bit before we start recording, we uh, just jotted down a couple predictions regarding this event and what we're going to do is we're going to go over them through the, we're going to go through this list uh we're going to predict if something is true or not if it will happen or not and we will you know we will uh, uh, note down our answers and next week once we once the event finally happens we will see who <laughs> wins so basically what we have to do is basically do heads of ta- heads or tails and then the person who wins starts, right? And so when it's your turn, you pick one of the items on this list. And like in theory, you pick the one that you're the most confident about. Once that item is picked, it cannot be picked mm. again. So the person has to pick something else. So we will never answer or bet on the same line. N- no, but after the person says what their bet is, we can have a small discussion about it. So I can say, say you, you pick one of them and you think something that's completely wrong. Then I can say, I don't think so. And I can tell you why, even though like it doesn't really count. Okay. Okay. Let, let's start then. Head or tails? Heads. Hey Siri, flip a coin. Tails. Boom. I go first. <laughs> All right. Uh, so I'm gonna try to pick the most boring and most obvious one, and you know what? I don't think I'm gonna pick any iPhone stuff. I think I will pick that a new Apple TV is announced with uh, 4K capabilities, and I'm gonna say that that is true. Um, yeah, I mean, this is a pretty boring one. Do you you have anything to... No, I think that makes sense, um... Apple TV is really overdue for a 4K. Um, and um, <laughs> that's a great thing about mm-hmm. it, though. Like, <laughs> I, I feel like it's really overdue, but there's also no 
real direct compet- competition with it, I find. Because like, mm-hmm. there are boxes well, that stream Netflix in 4K, but there's not a lot of, of marketplaces that offer 4K movies. Is that true? That, that may be wrong, mm-hmm. but I feel that way. Like I don't know where I would yeah, I guess get like, or stream 4K movies from. Right, right, but uh, other Netflix than Netflix. Has it for some... Because Netflix is like a smallish uh, uh, segment of the market, especially in Canada. The movie selection in Netflix is garbage. Like, it's just really old movies. So, yeah. So, for me, like, it would be super exciting if Apple came out of the gate and had basically all the iTunes movies are now 4K and you have this new box that, like, can stream all of it. Um, that would be great. Yeah, I, I mean... It's a bit out of scope for for this prediction, but I hope that 4K was not just the only thing that is new about the new box. Because hey, I don't have a 4K TV, so like this is useless for me. And as we know, like at WWDC, the new TV OS right. was like it had nothing. Hey, it had automatic uh, so uh, dark mode. <laughs> <laughs> True. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, um, yeah, I picked this because I think it's the most, it's the one that has the most yeah. likelihood to happen, yeah. you know, if that makes sense. So anyway, uh, your turn. What do you pick? Okay. So my first pick is going to be that there are three new iPhone models that are announced. So there are going to be the regular updates mm. to the seven and the seven plus and an additional model that is the, the like quote-unquote ferrari model the one that is mm-hmm. supposedly the unicorn iphone yeah the one the to edge, to edge screen uh, and stuff right you'd expect i think that's also a pretty pretty obvious one <laughs> so okay yeah given all the leaks and the rumors that that's pretty much confirmed by now so uh so good pick because of that uh yeah i have nothing to say there it's like a big duh <laughs> okay um here's my Second pick is still Apple TV related. I'm going to pick that at this event, we will see something related to the Amazon Prime uh, video app for the Apple TV because they did announce that at WWDC and they announced it like end of the year or like third quarter or whatever. I've heard some rumors that like this is delayed for some reason. I think maybe they couldn't get the app ready for whatever they, they wanted. Um, but I still think like if they are going to, you know, my first pick, if they're going to announce a new Apple TV, uh, they will need to demo it as some kind, I think, I hope, I don't know. Um, and so I think they, they will, they will talk about this Amazon prime thing. Um, it could even be, you know, just saying that it will be ready, you know, whatever, whatever release date or like next year or whatever, but it will be as long as it's mentioned, I think you will get the point. I, I think that's a probably a pretty Thank safe you. bet. Uh, although, like you said, like there are rumors mm. that it might not be ready. And the question is, if it's just the app that's not ready uh, yet, then it's a no question. They're going to uh, talk about it on stage. If it's the deal that isn't finalized, that somehow like Amazon wants something right from Apple that they're not necessarily willing to, mm. to give it, um then maybe not so but wouldn't that deal be you know done by when they announce it like at wwc <laughs> the deal i mean i can understand that the app the software is not ready for even a demo 
because they just closed the deal and they needed to say something for this TVOS update, <laughs> which is garbage. Maybe. It's like, it has nothing. Um, I, I really hope that when they do release this, like it will have home integration, you know, with the home app. Because I can tell you that previously I just used like Netflix and HBO uh, to mm-hmm. watch Game of Thrones and some show, uh, Westworld and whatever. Um, so it was like Netflix was like 90% of the content that I consumed. And now with this TV app, and now since I subscribe to Hulu, like I've been finding that it's so much so much more pleasant to use Apple TV just by using that TV app. So, for example, I uh, recently I restarted... Like I started watching Parks and Rec again. <laughs> it's like my third, uh, <laughs> third viewing. Um, but this time it was available on both Netflix and Hulu. And I, I'm watching now on Hulu just because Hulu has TV uh, app integration and Netflix doesn't. Netflix is the only one, I think. So all this to say that if when Amazon Prime Video comes to the Apple TV, I really hope they will have right. TV integration. Ooh, that would uh, that would be another good one. I guess it's not on the list, so we can we could talk about it now. <laughs> Do you think bonus round uh, that Apple would uh, uh, announce that Netflix is now part of the TV app during this event? Uh, I'm I'm going to say no, and I have no good reasoning behind it. I, I feel like negotiations between Netflix. Like, I don't know if you know this, but like negotiations between Netflix and Disney are not so great. And so all of the Disney movies are going to be removed by whenever the contract, you know, expires. They didn't renew the contract, you know, and, and we know that Disney and Apple are like <laughs> pretty cool friends. <laughs> so it's like if the relationship between Netflix and Disney is not that great, like nothing really gives me confidence that relationships between Netflix and Apple are any better i don't know like I, I don't see it i would love that to happen but i don't see that happening fair enough all right um so my turn now uh <laughs> i love how there are a couple obvious things that aren't even on our list like oh no like never mind okay it's there so i'll pick that the apple watch will gain cellular connectivity so that is also Assuming that we will see new Apple Watch models. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's so there will be a uh, new Apple Watch and one of the headlining features is cellular connectivity. Okay, this doesn't count for the for the game, but do you think it will have a little slot to add a SIM card, just like the iPhone has? I'm going to say no. It's going to have a Apple SIM the same way that the iPad does. Because I my thinking there is that the watch is already small enough that it doesn't really make sense to take up this whole area to have like the big SIM tray when you could fill that with battery, uh, and they're gonna need that battery. Mm-hmm. And also, I think it would just it just wouldn't look nice <laughs> on, on that case. For me, it's not the for me it's not how it looks or whatever. It's just I don't want to need you know I don't want to have to go to a store and get a thing and probably comes with a plan or contract I mean, or so my guess is it's probably going to be an add-on to your plan so it's gonna be just like when you have an yeah, ipad w- it's gonna be like an extra 10 bucks a month on your plan but see for that to happen apple would have to 
make deals with all the carriers that it currently supports, which, you know, the iPhone is 10 years old. By this point, it's like all the carriers probably uh, in the world. For that to be like an add-on to your plan, you know, you have your, your plan and then you pay an extra like $10 a year as a month or whatever to 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 have a data on your watch. Like, I don't see that happening. So it would have to be, I don't know, like, uh, see, I don't know. <laughs> this is really tricky. I, I, I don't have good ideas for this. So I'm curious. Yeah, I don't know. I've, isn't that just the same thing as the iPad, though? Like, this is like you can get the um, the watch as just an add-on for like X dollar amount on your current plan. Like I don't think they would need a special deal for that. See, but that I think that's a U.S. only. No, thing. it works the same in Canada. I don't think in Portugal that is a thing. I don't think it, huh, it's here. At least when I did use the, the iPad <laughs> in the year two thousand, like I, I just had to buy an extra SIM card and have like one of those like mobile internet pen drives type of plan and I paid that and it's <laughs> stupid. Right. We'll see, I guess. But yeah, my pick is that we will see a new Apple Watch during this event. Okay. Uh next up. Uh okay, you know what? You know what? You know what? You've been playing safe. I'm gonna take some risks here. I'm going to get that one that it's the big one. This New, different model, the Ferrari model, the D22 or whatever was the code name of this phone. Like, what is that name of the phone? Is it going to be the iPhone 8 and the other one was like 7S and 7S Plus? Is it going to be the iPhone Pro? Is it going to be the iPhone Edition? Like here in, in, in our list, we have this three and says, pick one. So I'm going to pick one. I am going to say that part of me wants to... Th- Part of me thinks that they would go for iPhone Pro just because that falls in line with the rest of their products. You know, you have the iPad and the iPad Pro. You have the MacBook and the MacBook Pro. Now iMac and iMac Pro. So I would I would love that simplicity. I was just having that. that, that it would be so consistent. That, yeah, that naming thing. <laughs> Which is what makes me think they're not going to do it. <laughs> but on the other hand, like... I think they want to sell this, like marketing-wise, they want to sell this as a more premium, not for pro professionals, but like a premium, more expensive, like a Ferrari, you know? You don't buy a Ferrari because you're a professional, <laughs> you know, driver. You Show buy <laughs> you buy a Ferrari because it's because it's it's fancier, it's more luxurious. So with that said, I really hope that they would call it the iPhone Pro, but I'm going to say, <laughs> oh, I don't know. iPhone Edition also feels weird. Maybe it's something in the middle. Pro Edition. Okay, this is, I was going to pick Edition, uh, but but they, they had they had the Apple Watch Edition. Or do they still, they yeah. still call yeah, it that? It's the, the ceramic the one? Is it still Edition? No, can't. Okay, can't. I'm going to trust Johnny Ive. I'm going to go with iPhone, iPhone Pro. I'm going That's it. to trust Johnny Ive. <laughs> Kid. please right, so, like, make it happen please walk us through your mind why iphone pro i mean i because of that consistency like i feel like they don't want to target it as pro i mean i said that whole speech you know whole speech about that uh, but it's like iphone edition also mm-hmm. feels a bit weird 
hey i don't, I don't care this is a game uh you know this is a bet let me ask you one question because uh, that's one thing that i haven't been able to f- f- just figure out yet i haven't made up my mind on it mm-hmm. if they name this new phone iphone pro or iphone edition that means that it's kind of an ongoing line from now on right the same way that they have regular ipad and they have ipad pro both of these lines keep going Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. if we buy into the theory that this new iphone is like a future iphone right that you're basically getting i don't know like two years out iphone today does this mean that we would carry the regular iphone line so you'd get an iphone 7s or 8 this year and you get like a 9 and basically you get the pro 2 at the same time do you know what i mean like do we would we keep Mm -hmm. getting three new phones every year because it's kind of weird that they would just do iphone edition for this year and the next year the new iphone is like the iphone 9 and it's just like the iphone edition but that's just a regular phone this year. Right. I think this new iPhone will sell like crazy and it will be more expensive. I don't know if that's one thing on our list, but you know, it's a given. It's going to be way considerably more expensive than the current lineup. And uh, so they will make a ton of money out of this. This only makes me wonder like how much of the other models will sell, you know, how many will, will they be able to, to sell? Um, but I think this will be anyway. This will be a success. Wait, is it iPhone Pro or iPhone Success? <laughs> hey, uh, but here's the thing: like right now, with all the rumors and leaks, we have a pretty clear picture of how different is this model from the rest, right? It's going to have this edge-to-edge design, it got a little notch, and we'll have you know no home button or whatever. And so it's you just look at these models and see. All right, yeah, I can clearly see why this is a separate thing but next year will that edge to edge design trickle down to the other models if not will that older models like look so dated and weird like you know after a year or two with this edge to edge design like we've been seeing this in all new smartphones coming out this year as well that's how smartphones are going to look now so will they not trickle down those those that, that this year is like very defining characteristics of this separate model but if they only keep it in that model, can't you know see how those other models will will have some success if that makes sense. <laughs> when you say success, so <laughs> way ahead of you. Um, so I don't know that that is a really good question. I I don't know. I I don't know. I I hope not. You know, I I really like the idea of having a new industrial design, new, very futuristic and modern, you know, industrial design and new iPhone and get the big screen, but in a smaller body. Like it's the best of all the worlds. I'm really excited about this, but I'm not really excited that they're going to also have this not very exciting models. And now there's three iPhones. Like, I don't like that. Uh, And I'm excited because I know that I'm going (laughs) to buy this one. (laughs) Um, So I would like... For them to, you know, eventually keep just one lineup. But I don't know. I, I don't think that, that that will happen. So <laughs> <laughs> bottom line, I don't know. <laughs> so I will also keep in the naming theme. Uh, so I will say that 
the other models of the iPhone, so not the 22 version, uh, the, the two other ones are going to be called the iPhone 8 and the iPhone 8 Plus. Okay, fair enough. I would also say the same, but you know, just <laughs> for the record, I think that, that yeah, I think that's a, that's a good that's a good bet. So my thing, just real quick, my thinking there is that these new iPhones are going to be physically different enough that they're going to warrant more than just the S label. Um, that they're going to have a different physical exterior with the glass back. Um, they're going to have the wireless charging. So to me, that gives it enough of a visual change to uh, change the number. Fair enough, fair enough. Okay, uh, this D22 iPhone, uh, now officially the iPhone Pro, um, will have the same hardware design as we've seen in the MKBHD video or some of the leaks. And I'm going to say that, yes, like it's going to be that. It's going to be have that notch. It's going to have the vertical dual cameras in the back. The color, I am still, it looks weird. So uh, I would say like all the leaks that I've seen, the, the phone is white for some reason. So I don't know, this looks weird. Maybe it's because it's white. So I'm going to say like, yes, it's roughly that. Is it exactly? I don't know, because that is like, it's a stupid like uh, 3D printer or something. Yeah. Right? Well, I, don't I, know. I mean, no, I guess it's not a, a 3D print. Like there's no way you can 3D print aluminum or like glass. So I, yeah, like that's a dummy unit but it's it's not 3d printed <laughs> yeah i think you're probably right and i hate that <laughs> uh not just because of this game but because i don't think this phone looks great <laughs> so mm. yeah i will definitely be getting the black version because uh, the white looks horrendous with the like four camera icons uh not camera icons but camera cutouts uh okay let's see <laughs> okay so i will say that the apple watch does not get a hardware redesign this time around interesting i would i would bet it does not substantial you know we'll still have the same square ish uh, you know screen and stuff but it will have some difference i mean it's been like three or four years of the same design so i would okay so here's my thinking hey, fair enough right? i mean i respect your but imagine <laughs> okay try to imagine a different design for the apple watch that is probably not going to be a, a round face because that's just terrible <laughs> so if it's not a round face then what do you do with it i mean the only th one of the main things i can think about is Make it thinner, <laughs> which seems like would be very in line with Apple's design aesthetics. But so would that qualify as a redesign? Okay, so that's questionable. I'd say would have to judge. So for example, from the Series 0 to Series 2, the watch actually got a bit thicker right. by like, yeah. Right, like a million. So if it's the same scenario, I would say no. But if it's basically, if it's... Um, something that you can notice visually when you look at it, then I'd say that counts as a hardware redesign, mm -hmm. right? But if you can't really tell the difference okay. while when you're okay. looking at it, then I'd say no. Just for the sake of you know, we will be judging these answers. So <laughs> let, let's say let's say if 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 the only thing that changes in the, the industrial design is the thickness, and the thickness improvement like is less than uh, you know by a third, 
then then it right. doesn't it doesn't count as a um, redesign. Okay, so my thinking there is that okay. if they want if they're going to redesign it, they're probably going to make it thinner. Uh, and if they do add the cellular radio, that's going to require a lot of battery. And it's kind of weird that you'd have in the same release something that massively reduces battery life, which is the cell radio, and something else that massively reduces battery life, which is size. So with these these two things combined, I'd say we're probably going to get the LTE, but get the redesign next year probably when they've had time for like battery technology to improve. Maybe they've like figured out figured out some like crazy new way to do batteries, but that would seem like a, a more straightforward uh, like upgrade process in my opinion. So okay, then let's do a bonus round, and this is a bonus because. We can both answer this one. I mean, let's, let's just, just just go just go with it. All right. Um, so if if the new Apple Watch does mm-hmm. have a redesign, if will the previous pans be compatible? Okay. So um, in design. my opinion, yes, it will be compatible. I will. Okay. Um, yeah, I will also say yes. <laughs> so boring there, but hey. Okay, uh, it's my turn. Uh, I will say that if I mean we already, I already bet. It. So if there's a new uh, Apple TV box, so a new 4K, so hardware, a new box, uh, that new box will ship a slightly redesigned uh, Apple TV remote. Basically, if there's a new Apple TV, I'm gonna say that it comes with a new remote, and it doesn't need like to be uh, you know completely different oh my god i don't even recognize it it doesn't have touch uh type of remote but just like you know just trying to address some of the complaints about this remote like you can't tell if it's upside down or not and maybe the touch thing is too sensitive Uh, i don't know i don't know it's going to be a bit different that is a bold prediction so for the record i don't think that's gonna happen i wish it did but (laughs) (laughs) something about it feels like it's probably not high priority enough for them to tackle it um i think it's mostly fine the way it is like it's not great but it's not i would agree with you but here's the why i think this is that the apple tv is not a a product that gets you know revised that often and what it does like like this new generation box right there's only one right i mean there's different uh, capabilities but yeah uh, no, I mean, this last box, the one that has the new tvOS, right? I think it's the only the only revision. There hasn't been any upgrade. At least like I never... Oh, of that version? Yeah. So anyway, like, yeah, they didn't right. have... So they, they didn't have that many opportunities to revise this. And because when it launched, this remote got so mm-hmm. much criticism, uh, fair criticism, in my opinion, I think that they will take... Since they will update this, and who knows when... The next time it's gonna when when is the next upgrade gonna be so i think they will take this opportunity to slightly like try to address those maybe they'll make it symmetrical you know just bump the, the little buttons up or down just i don't know um either way um all right let's see what's left here uh okay lightning round um uh, i'm gonna say lightning there round. are gonna be new apple watch bands playing okay. it safe again okay that's a but this is how you win Safe one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. 
Okay. Um, okay. I'm going. I'm not going to take a safe, and I'm going to say that. Check this out. The this new iPhone Pro model will have like black accessories. So the charging cable instead of white that has been like since the first iPhone is going to be black, and uh, maybe like the earpods or the AirPods uh, is going to they're going to be black, <laughs> just like. Just like the iMac Pro has, you know, black uh, uh, keyboard and mouse and a trackpad, I think this new iPhone will have that. It's it's an extra way to to like show off that you have a new expensive model. <laughs> yeah, I was like, that's not gonna happen. <laughs> All right, well, uh, like let's to, see. You know, um, take a chance. What else? What else? What else could I take from here? Okay, so I'm going to say that 4K iTunes content is going to cost the same as the HD version. Like the current prices. So right now, I think like a, a just released movie yeah, is like, like $19.99, I think. So you're, you're saying that we're not going to see prices a price increase for any movie. Correct. Yeah, so I think what's going to happen is that uh, you know how right now there are, there are two different prices for SD and HD? I think 4K is going to take the place of HD, and then HD is going to take the place of SD. I think if uh, this were, were was up to Apple, I, I would say yes, but because this is not up to Apple, it's up to studios. I just I would say no. Like I, I just don't think they can charge people more for 4K. Like people don't really see that much of a difference. They they can they will. I mean they already do. You know if you want to buy a 4K high definition Blu-ray, it's already more expensive mm-hmm. than just the regular ones. All the DVD prices didn't decrease to accommodate the yeah. new. I don't 4K know. Maybe thing. this is just wishful thinking on my part here, but hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fine. My my iPhone has a black <laughs> lightning cable. So, okay, uh, wireless charging pad will be sold separately. I'm going to say yes for the not pro model, no uh, for the pro model. And this is, this is like two lines, I guess. But here you go. So I, I'm I could just say yes or no, but I, I'm not I'm not even sure that the non pro model will have wireless charging. So okay, I'm going to rephrase this just to play safe. I'm going to say that the new iPhone Pro will have uh, wireless charging in a box. Okay. All right, uh, so my next pick is the HomePod will be mentioned on stage uh, and they will probably mention the release date. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> Man, you play boring. Because, um. <laughs> I mean, uh, okay. I'm going to say... Basically, I don't think any of the other mm-hmm, stuff is going to mm-hmm. happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, but uh, yeah, well, it's like I will probably lose this game but the satisfaction of you know seeing like black lightning cables and me yeah, being so, right so on record hashtag if you will trump that one of these <laughs> <laughs> yes yes okay here's another one i'm going to say that the new iphone pro ferrari model will have usb c instead of lightning in this one I know this is not true. Why? I just want the Rafi's right hashtag. Uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah. I can only, like, for the, the things that are remaining here, all I would say is, like, 
No, like basically the opposite of these sentences. So do I still pick one or do we leave it here? So sure. um, the new model won't have AirPods in the box instead of earpods. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. Like, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say that we will hear something. Uh, we'll hear some news about the iMac Pro. Maybe it's a release date. Maybe it's just look. It, it is still amazing, uh, but you know. Uh, I think we're going to get a release date, but just some mention of the iMac Pro. I'm going to say the Mac Pro will not be mentioned on stage. The Mac Pro, not the iMac Pro, right? Okay, I got it. That's probably true. Okay, that that was it for our draft. All right. This, this is fun. This is fun. Looking forward Let's to see. the event. See who had the most probable picks. <laughs> Hey, are we are we like recording? The uh, day so or like I'll actually be in Berlin after when or? that happens. So I will be back on the thirteenth. So it's unclear to me whether or not I'll be in a state to be able to record uh, when I get here. So mm-hmm. we shall yeah, see. So we can either record on the thirteenth or the fourteenth. Yeah, we'll see. All right. Um, either way. I'll see you next week. But before we go, hey, uh, recommendation. We still have time. Yes. Uh, so r- my recommendation is mm-hmm. a video that was mentioned in the latest episode of Reconcilable Differences. So I'm <laughs> kind of stealing their their thunder here. Uh, basically, uh, it's a video that was made by someone named Captain Christian <laughs> uh, on YouTube. <laughs> I have no idea who this is. Uh, about uh, David Fincher and the invisible details that are hidden in his movies. And I found this absolutely fa- uh, fascinating. It talks about what people don't usually notice in movies, but it's all the really subtle CGI effects, right? Because we tend to think of of like the Avengers or um, the Transformers or something like that when you when you hear about... Uh, these special effects but in in reality like there's so many special effects that are used in all these movies and oftentimes in a lot of david fincher movies that you just don't notice that are very subtle that are just a way to either get more control or have a better shot like one example of that is um you've seen girl with the dragon tattoo Mm-hmm, okay, mm-hmm. so um, I for, and I forget her name actually, but uh, the main character she has like kind of a crack in her bangs, and the the little crack in her hair in her bangs is CGI, and the reason they did that is uh, wow. that it was easier to maintain continuity and make sure the crack was always in the right spot if it was made by with CGI. <laughs> which i think is is amazing right like how oh. far can you go to like yeah. assure that these like, little tiny details are consistent and you would never tell because right, you wouldn't exactly. even be looking at that like you only look for cgi when there's like a huge dinosaur or something another example is yeah. uh the social network has over a thousand uh, vfx yeah. shots which is crazy right <gasps> which is amazing but I'm gonna I'm gonna say I have to say this uh, I never had this opportunity before I, I but I love the social network like I've seen that movie like once a year I, I love that movie but uh, you know the scene where they have like the Cari- the Caribbean theme party uh-huh. whatever and then they come outside when Mark is telling whatever uh, there's like you know because it's super oh, cold yeah. that you yeah. see the little like the air when they breathe that is so 
like you can clearly yeah. see that that is cgi yeah, and it bugs I me every time like so anyway i have to point that out like that one thing so I, I, fun fact that movie has more vfx shots than godzilla this is pretty crazy anyways we're not gonna spoil all of it you can go watch it in the show notes it's uh really worth a listen i will do that okay um three recommendations but super uh fast a movie baby driver i don't know if i I'm not going to spoil it. The, the movie is freaking amazing. I love it. It's like my type of movie. Okay. So can I tell you something real quick about it? Yes. Uh, so do you know the movie uh, Baby Boss? No. Uh, oh, yeah. That's a CGI thing, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like an animated movies for movies for kids. And the poster right. of it is like a baby dressed in a suit. <laughs> right. Oh, it's with Alec Baldwin, Maybe. right? I don't know. <laughs> but basically... Every time I hear someone talk about Baby Driver, I imagine like the exact same thing, like a, a CGI baby <laughs> in like a, I don't know, like a driver outfit. Uh, so basically, I've been sort of avoiding spoilers as much as possible because I've heard that it's amazing and I can't wait to watch it. Uh, but I don't really enjoy going to the movie theater. Um, so I'm still waiting for it to come out oh, really? uh, on like iTunes and stuff. So yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, it's really amazing. It's by Edgar Wright. Um, he's a director and a writer. And I mean, he, he, Edgar Wright is, is the director of Scott Pilgrim and, and uh, versus the world. So if you enjoy like mm-hmm. Scott Pilgrim, it's one of my favorite movies ever. Like it's anyway, it, it's, it's, uh, it's amazing. But, uh, moving on, I also want to recommend, the new DLC uh, of Uncharted, that, that's the video game. Uh, like I mentioned plenty of times, like Naughty Dog, the studio behind Uncharted, uh, they're like the Pixar of games. Um, every time they release a game, it's completely amazing. It, like it, it jumps to my top five ever instantly. And so this was like a DLC of the Uncharted 4 game, which came out late, like November or something last year. I don't remember, but you know, it was not that long ago. And I thought this was like it was gonna be like a small DLC, like a mission or something. But no, it's like it's a complete new story. And it was amazing. It was really, really amazing. And lastly, speaking of games, Life is Strange, which I don't nope. know if you've heard about this or if you played it. Life is Strange is very um it's like a cult game now. It's like it's super weird, uh, but Life is Strange, the original one, came out like a couple of years ago. I like I played it with my girlfriend. It's like it's like a storytelling type of game, and it's just gameplay wise, there's not much to it. It's like point and click almost. But like, and it came out like in episodes, almost like a TV show. So that's like I think there was four episodes in that first game, so I had to wait a couple months between them. Uh, but the game, the, the story of that game was so amazing. It, it left such an impression on me. Like even today. I like th- I create these theories and I go on subreddits to read all about people's opinions <laughs> of the story and stuff. It's like it was it's a big game for those who played it. Like it's really special, but it's still like a niche, like a cult game. Um so a sequel is out uh and it's made by a completely new studio and completely new voice actors. So it had all the ingredients to be a disaster, but surprisingly enough, it it hold on pretty well. Like it's pretty, it's pretty good. So if you enjoyed um, Life is Strange, I recommend the sequel, which is called uh, Before the Storm. It's out now, the episode one. Awesome, we did it. Boom, we did it. All right, this is for the show. Uh, let's see who wins our Apple keynote draft next week. 
and uh, if you want to if you want to give your own predictions hey we could continue the drafts like online throughout the week so if you want to send in your predictions you can do that uh, by going to spectrum.chat and there's a layout channel over there you can look for it it's somewhere there um and there's a post for this episode and just drop in your predictions like what do you think like crazy predictions uh, what do you think is going to happen or not or the boring ones like kevin i feel like we should commission our own scoring cards so we can follow along hmm. we should do that we should do that yeah and we should design some pretty ones so we can print them and anyway um so do that uh, or reach to us on twitter we are at layout fm and if you want to take a look at the show notes because your phone or app doesn't allow you to do that you can go to layout.fm that's our website you have all the show notes and website and uh, episodes there and uh lastly our thanks to uh, spec.fm for uh for embracing us in their own podcast family we are one big happy family. And our thanks to Guillermo Silva for uh, editing this show. And that was it. Dude. See you next week. See you next week. Bye. Bye.